What's for dinner, Mom? What do you mean dinner? What did you just eat? Lunch. Where is it? Oh. Uh, Crap. I guess I better go get started. Does butter chicken sound good to you? Yeah. We'll do that then. Hi, I'm Meg, and like most of you, I have a family that I have to feed constantly. They are currently staring at me like I'm crazy because I'm talking into a microphone. Podcasting is kind of new to me, but I'm not one of those people that can sit in the studio and fake my way through trying to be real, so I'm going to do my normal stuff while I talk into this microphone, and if you hear background noises, that's because, well, I'm at home. To start with, I am cooking better chicken for dinner, and like a moron, I bought a family pack of chicken thighs and forgot to thaw them, so they've been running underwater for a little bit. Um, what you will notice about me is I am huge on planning ahead for food, so I'm actually only going to use about half of these today because, like I said, it's a family pack. The other half of these, I'm going to throw in a gallon baggie. And they're going to become chicken tacos on Tuesday. So I can feed two meals and only do minimal prep. I'll go ahead and toss them in the bag with whatever I'm marinating them with. And we'll just get that done. Have you ever noticed that your kids want to eat about six times more often than you do? I like to think that if they're hungry, then, you know, at least they're growing. Sometimes I think if they're hungry, they're just probably not eating the food I put in front of them. And that can't be true either, because I feel like I go through hours a day of nothing but food for them. I am using my Instant Pot today because, sorry, trying to pull these chicken thighs apart is always fun. Um, I'm going to use my Instant Pot because I personally love being able to just walk away from my food while it's cooking and doing other things. We all know as parents we have to do six or seven dozen things at the same time. And with my kids and household that's not different than anyone else's trust me just because I have to feed them so constantly I still have to keep up with everything else as well instant pot butter chicken is probably the easiest recipe I know because literally we're just going to take a stick of butter half an onion that's been all sliced up some chicken and some crushed tomatoes and start with that and throw it all in there to cook for about I don't know 25 minutes on manual like I said during that time I usually walk away and do other stuff my kids this is their favorite food they have always been foodies ever since they were little um I remember when Chaos, who is my 14-year-old, remember when he was about 14 months old, we went to some Italian restaurant, probably an Olive Garden or something like that, and uh, 
my Viking just yells in that it's Johnny Carino's. That would make sense. Washing my hands from this nasty chicken. Um, yeah, we went to a restaurant and he kept trying to sneak out of his high chair and I look up and watch as he flips himself out of the high chair that they give you, you know, very few actual working buckles. And the next thing I see is this little hand reaching across the tablecloth from underneath, grabbing salad off of a plate. And before we can stop him, he's at the next table grabbing salad off of a plate. And they didn't mind. They thought it was hilarious and told us not to worry about it. We offered to buy him a new salad. But they thought that was just the funniest thing ever. And he would sit there sneaking salad bits off this stranger's plate for like a good 20 minutes until the guy finally just moved it as close to the edge as he could. And we kind of knew at that point that our kids were going to be eaters. They were going to love eating no matter what they did. My daughter, when she was six, I want to say, seven, had to be seven, she came to visit for a summer vacation and it was hilarious because she got this idea in her head that she did not like vegetables, which was weird because she'd always liked vegetables before that. Um, and it was just the funniest thing because we made a deal. She had to eat her salad and then she could go on and have dessert and all that. And the only thing was that made this really memorable was I asked her to go grab something from another room for me. And while she was gone, I uh, added an extra handful of salad to her plate without her noticing. And she came back and sat down and ate the salad. And she didn't have a problem with the salad at that point. It was just, she wasn't a fan of vegetables, she said. And I decided to see if maybe I could do it again. So I sent her out of the room again. And sure enough, another small little spoonful of salad went on her plate. She came back and ate some more. At this point, I was just trying to see what I could get away with. And I did it at least three more times that I can remember. And she finally came back down. And she goes, Mom, I like salad, but I feel like it just keeps growing. And at that point, we all were laughing so hard, we finally explained what happened. Of course, now she finds it hilarious. Back then, she was kind of scandalized by it. I'm pretty sure she'll probably try this trick on somebody someday. As it is, the boys, when they hear the story, they just die laughing and really, really, really think that it's funny. And they're going to try it on each other at some point. But you know how it is with siblings. You kind of keep an eye on your plate when they're around because you never know what they're going to take off of it. I am cutting up my chicken now. I just do really big, like, one-inch cubes. We want it to really absorb all that wonderful garam masala flavor that we're going to throw in here in a minute. My kids have always been really good eaters and really adventurous with their food. Um, of course, they do go through the phases where... Nothing but chicken McNuggets and quesadillas is edible. And I try to work that in for them within reason as long as they were getting some kind of nutritious food in there. I was okay. 
What do you need, sweetie? You're just watching me cut up chicken? I'm watching you cook. Okay. Can I please help? Uh, if you want to help me, you need to go wash your hands. Um, but yeah, they've always been kind of weird once they got past that phase of Chicken McNuggets and bathroom, please. Go wash your hands in the bathroom if you're going to cook. The cat won't eat you, I promise. She might try, but she won't eat them. I remember when uh, Chaos was three. My husband had gotten a bonus from one of his employers, and part of that came with a very nice bottle of uh, Dom Perignon. Uh, he was regifting it, so because the guy didn't drink, so he gave it to Kyle and. Oops. We turned around and had our New Year's Eve toast with it, put the rest of the bottle away, went to bed, woke up the next morning, and there's an empty bottle in the sink. And I was like, did you drink this? And he's like, no. And we were look holding up the bottle, and little chaos comes downstairs and goes, Mommy, I threw away your grape juice. It was rotten. And we're sitting there going, wait, what grape juice? And then we look at the bottle and we're like, oh man, do you really even know what you were doing? I need you to get me an onion, please. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I only have two onions left, so just pick one. That's a shallot. We need an onion. This is the same kid, Chaos, that, uh, thank you. When I was testing a product for a well-known cooking spray manufacturer, they had come out with a commercial variety of their cooking spray, and they were letting small private caterers and home chefs use it. He, uh, I used it on my cookies one night and put it away in the cabinet and I remember coming downstairs the next morning and I took one step into the kitchen and the next thing I remember is my husband comes running through and he's laughing because I am on my back on a wall my feet in the air my nightgown up in my armpits the world's worst wedgie going on hey sweetie my husband had stopped right outside the kitchen and was just laughing because the floor was glistening with this kind of nice oily sheen. And he's still over there laughing right now because he thinks this is hilarious memory. And uh, anyway, I'm sitting there with my nightgown up in my armpits, just embarrassed as anything, trying to get off the floor and having to basically backstroke out of the room because I can't get any grip. That's all the chicken diced up now. And I'm going to swap cutting boards here and do a quick wipe on this knife. But um, 
sure enough, my kid had taken that can of cooking spray and sprayed the entire floor down out of curiosity. And I took one step on it and it was just nearly impossible to keep my feet. Can you look for the garam masala in the spice drawer? It'll be in a baggie. That's all spice. Try reading the labels. Um, I ended up actually having to email the manufacturer to find out what kind of solvent would work on that stuff because usual kitchen soaps and other degreasers just did not work. We had to put newspaper down. That's coriander seed. You're getting close. We had to put newspaper down for about, what would you say, four months with the newspaper on the floor? That's green cardamom pods. Getting closer. If you can't find the garam masala, at least I can make some. That's basil. I am just slicing up half an onion into thin little half moons here because it gives a really nice flavor to this butter chicken. Those are chia seeds. I'm not even sure why I have chia seeds. But I still remember that to this day I kind of laugh about that. Um, so that was definitely a big cooking fail there. Give me one. You have pulled everything except garam masala out so far. Hold on. We live in a very, very small space. It's big enough for all of us. I mean, it's definitely bigger than RVs or anything like that. This is garam masala. I do need the coriander, and I also will need the, if you can find my black cardamom seeds, I'm going to make some rice with this, okay? No, those are not cardamom seeds. Cardamom seeds are little triangular seeds. So, no, those are chia seeds. We've gone over that twice. I gotta go look for these seeds. I'll be right back. Have you ever, ever, this is my Have you ever put corn on a one bladed mixer? Because it's, and then tried to like hold it up to your, to both of your teeth to peel all the goodness off the corn? You mean like they do in a cartoon where they put it on like a drill or a mixer and hold it up to their mouth? I would not recommend it. I won't say that I've done it, but I haven't. That seems a bit dangerous. But I actually saw it on the web on my watch on my tablet. I accidentally googled it. I accidentally googled it. I googled corn sliders. Ah, you googled it. Okay. I'm just adding my crushed tomatoes into my. Um, instant pot here on top of the chicken and the onions. I use a big can, but that's just because there's a lot of this. And, I and I'm going to throw a TV. stick of butter in there, too, here in a second. And I saw it sometimes on TV. You saw it on TV? What show on TV? Living World Gumball. Oh, 
on Cartoon Network. That would explain it. <laughs> Just remember, don't copy everything you see on TV. Yeah. Okay, so I'm throwing in my stick of like butter right now. I'm sure like most of you, you probably store butter wherever you find to store it. Mine's in the freezer just because I think my fridge was full and my kids were unpacking groceries. So, luckily it'll cook down. And on this side of the cooking process, because with an Instant Pot, things get a little flat when you cook it. And it's not just Instant Pot, it's pretty much any pressure cooker I've ever used in my life. So I'm only going to add salt and pepper on this side. And then I'm going to add in my spices when it's done and then let it simmer for about 10, 15 minutes to come together. You didn't know butter chicken had tomatoes in it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you could use other things like roasted red pepper puree or harissa or any of the other spices. But I added just enough water to rinse out my tomato can, but not enough to make it super soggy here. And probably two teaspoons of salt and about a teaspoon of pepper. Don't lick the lid of the tomato thing. You're going to cut your, your tongue. I'm closing this. Why is this not? Plug in the Instant Pot. Come on. You're standing next to the cord. That's fine. Okay, I am going to put this on manual for 30 minutes or so. No, I'm going to do 25 because it's already getting late enough to eat. Make sure that my valve is sealed. My seal was in place. When this is done, I'm going to add a, about a half cup of cream. You could add milk. I've done it when I've got a, you know, nothing in the house that works. Um, you can add cream cheese if you don't have either of those. You could go without if you don't. It's still going to be tasty. And then I add about two tablespoons of garam masala and about a tablespoon of cumin to mine, along with a little bit of garlic and onion powder just to kind of amp up that flavor. But that's going to be our dinner. I'm going to put on some rice here. Do you know that you can season your rice by throwing in whole pot herbs? Normally, I'd use a rice cooker. My rice cooker died a few weeks ago. So that means I get to now make rice in a pot on the stove. And because I only have one pot with a lid that actually fits, I'm going to use that pot. It is about a half gallon pot, so like two quarts offhand. When you cook rice on the stove versus cooking rice in your rice cooker, in the rice cooker, the gradients are not exactly equal to measuring cups. So like if you put one serving of rice in, you're supposed to fill the water to the one line. Three servings of rice, fill the water to the three line. That's because a rice cooker is a form of a pressure cooker and some of that water can be substituted as pressure because of the way that it's going to condense and come back down. You're not going to actually lose any water in condensation evaporation processes. But on the stove, good old fashioned two to one ratio, water to rice. So I'm going to get that started. I'm going to throw in some cardamom seeds or probably a couple of coriander pods. If I can find my um, 
cumin seeds, I'll throw those in too because they make really tasty. In the meantime, I just wanted to use this first episode as a chance to kind of let y'all meet me, meet my family. Uh, (laughs) Viking in the background yelling hi. Um, If you can, follow my Facebook page, Meg vs. the Mouth. If you can and want to hear more, feel free to follow me on Patreon. Any funds from that will go to fund the cookbook I am currently writing. And it will go to future show upgrades. I need a non-flaming tabletop burner of some kind. That's pretty much going to be my first big purchase once I shave up enough. And we will see you next time. I'm Meg. I hope you're hungry. And thank you for listening to me. Um, I'll see you in about a week.